0: Hey everyone, it's Josh.
1: And Paula.
0: And we have a little announcement before we get started this week. Some very exciting news.
1: We were nominated. Okay, so the Emmys realized they made a terrible mistake. Mm -hmm. And they decided we made Fleabag.
0: (laughs) We are Fleabag.
1: We're Fleabag. If
0: you actually, every single picture of... Phoebe Waller-Bridge in a twill dress is just it's us now yeah it's It's both of us in that dress both
1: of our heads attached
0: no we got nominated for the Chicago Readers Best of Chicago 2019 poll we got to the final round for best podcast yay we're so happy about it we're really excited and now we are turning to you all hat in hand For us to win this dang thing,
1: <laughs> we were saying it's just an honor to be nominated, but then now we changed our mind. We
0: just want to win. <laughs> we're no, no, being no. open and honest and earnest. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Uh, we're we're very thrilled to be nominated uh, alongside some really amazing, amazing podcasts. Uh, and if you have a few minutes and would love to vote for us, it is so easy, and voting is free.
0: <laughs> you can go much
1: like democracy. <laughs>
0: You can go to beingearnestpod.com slash best of Chicago, being slash best of Chicago, and we've got the link there, and we've got some instructions because it's we love the reader. Yeah, it's a lot harder than you think. No, we no, love- no. It's,
1: it's like probably going to take you like 10 seconds.
0: Right. But the the user experience is not ideal.
1: We're, we're going to... It would take you 20 seconds without our instructions. With our instructions, 10.
0: Easy. Flat. Five. So we'll get to the episode now, but if you have a moment, we'd love to get your support there.
1: Yeah. Also happy because the Alderman I think is hot. is nominated. If you could be anything, why not be
0: Ernest? Paula, I got a new hat. I can see. Yeah, but the audience can't oh, see. Oh, okay.
1: Um, well, I, I, well, I can see, but because of the light, I, I can't really read. Yeah. Tell us about your hat, Josh. So
0: uh, <laughs> Did it sound
1: like a did that sound like a? like I was like doing like a Barbara Walters like 2020 interview? Josh, it's, let's get to the hat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm Baba Walter. <laughs> what is she's, this hat? She's still alive. I think she's still alive. She's
1: still kicking? She's still interviewing.
0: I mean, I don't know how she could turn that off after a certain amount That's of time. True. That's true. It's kind of like in your bones at a certain point, right? You put in the ten thousand hours. Yeah. And and then,
1: Everything becomes an interview. Yeah.
0: I don't think Terry Gross is able to have a conversation where she talks about herself.
1: No, you yeah. couldn't just go to dinner with Terry Gross. Yes. Yeah, You're like, not just like having like a casual like
0: Yeah, she when she invites she, you out to dinner, it's like, Oh, let's catch up. It's been a while and be like, So where are you seeing yourself in the next five years? Yeah, you can't just <laughs> shoot the shit with Terry Gross.
1: <laughs> uh wait, your hat.
0: Yeah. So I went to Hopewell Brewing Company, Mm -hmm. a very cool local brewery. Um, And they have these, I think they're like four ounce, tiny little cans of beer. Yes. Uh, Little kind of like tiny cans of beer called Lil Buddy. Lil
1: Buddy. Lil
0: Buddy. L-I-L-B-U-D-D-Y. And they had a dad hat that's like, makes it look like it's a, and the, the logo is on it and it looks like a 90s sitcom. Like, next up on ABC, A new episode of Lil Buddy. Lil Buddy. What is Lil Buddy going to get into this week?
1: (laughs) It's a very good hat.
0: Yeah, so I'm wearing that hat.
1: Did you see, speaking of 90s sitcoms, did you see floating around Twitter this week was um, the intro to a pilot that was made for a starring Rodney Dangerfield.
0: No, I did not see this. Let me
1: find this. Uh, So the show is called Where's Rodney?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I, I want to cut in here for a second, just that uh, we record somewhat in advance. So if this has been off of Twitter for weeks at this point, it's new for us in the moment.
1: <laughs> Deal with it. Okay, so it's called "Where's Rodney," and the whole premise of the pilot, and you, so you can find the intro song. The whole premise of the pilot is that a high school kid can summon Rodney Dangerfield oh, ye- for advice, whenever, <laughs> wherever. And the whole theme song is just like, where's Rodney?
0: <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. I did see this, I think.
1: I love that. So- I mean, it definitely people were like, well, we need to give Rodney Dangerfield a pilot. A kid that can summon him? I don't know. And people were like, ah, good enough.
0: I, I like the idea that this pilot was probably a pilot that was not for Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> and then they realized they needed to get a pilot for Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. So they smashed together what was otherwise a teen drama. It was supposed, teen to, be, comedy. <laughs>
1: it was supposed to be like summoning an angel or something. Like, right, exactly. It
0: could be anyone. It could. Yeah. It could be like, where's Della Reese? Uh, <laughs> where's Robin Williams? <laughs> but no, it's where's Rodney.
1: I, I also think that if I was a teenage boy in the eighties, which I'm not any of those things, but if I was, I don't know if Rodney Dangerfield is going to be giving me the kind of advice I want.
0: Right. Like right now I'd want to be like, "Where's Meryl?"
1: Yeah. <laughs> like that's someone who has your back. Like I feel like Rodney would just like keep making like kind of the same style of jokes and be like, "Okay, but I really need to know more about my changing body, Rodney, and <laughs> yeah.
0: I have an AP test in oh, in 10 hours. In 10 hours and you keep making all these jokes. I don't know anything about biology." <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to bring you the sincere and earnest news of the day. Tip of the hat. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Paula?
1: Ooh, we're very excited about it this week. We are. We are talking trains. Choo choo. Choo choo, beep beep. That's a modern train. <laughs>
0: Oh, hot take out the gate. A car is a modern train.
1: Ooh, is that what okay. you're saying? I wasn't, but now I am. And I will die for this opinion.
0: Uh huh. Can you elaborate? On no, it?
1: I can't. Yeah. Cause
0: I was going to say trains still exist. <laughs> what? But... <laughs> I guess, hold on. Let me go back in my argumentation here. So if I'm saying that the car is the modern train, but that can't be true because trains still exist and are being improved. Sure. Um, I guess horses and buggies still do exist. It's not like the second is like oh, the cars. The modern modern buggy got to get rid of all the buggies. Burn the buggies. <laughs> Throw the horses in the river. <laughs> Paula, trains so big.
1: Uh, listeners, we take a note <laughs> before we do a part before we do an episode. Josh and I uh, beat out like just just different little talking points, and I'm really glad that the first one we wrote up for trains was. so So big.
0: (laughs) Trains so big.
1: They're so so big.
0: (laughs) You don't think of them as being big, but when they roll in next to you, they're so big.
1: They are. They are. They're very big, especially like a proper train.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, a proper train. A
1: proper train. Well, not like public transportation, you know?
0: Right. 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 Those trains so small. Yeah. (laughs) trains so small. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Cause I mean like a commuter rail, where they've got that double decker train mm-hmm. or really tall, um, or like intermodal trains and things like that, where they're moving goods and, and Ooh, services and isn't things it like weird
1: that. Weird that we still use trains to like, they're still like working.
0: Yeah. Well, this isn't funny, but <laughs> trains are actually the most efficient and af- affordable way to move goods. Yeah. You can have a metric. You can move a metric ton of, um, a metric ton of goods on a train on one gallon of gas for 500 miles. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's so many numbers there and to be completely honest, most of them went over my head, but I can tell what you said was impressive. Yeah.
0: That's like a long way with a lot of stuff for not a lot of money. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, public transit trains? Those are the trains that we're dealing with on a regular basis. Yes, yes. Because I don't I mean, I assume you're not working in a rail yard.
1: I guess you don't know anything about me. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh I mean we live in Chicago, so we both take trains into work. We well, do. how do you get into work?
0: Um, I currently take the bus or I bike, but hey, I nerd well like a like a hipster nerd <laughs> uh, bus boy <laughs> oh oh wow okay I'm just kidding i love the bus uh the bus has been late every day this week and it destroys me from the inside out but up until a couple months ago i took the train every single day i took the the cta or for people outside of chicago the, the chicago L. chicago ta <laughs> yeah. the l which stands for ele- for it's for an elevated train elevated yeah yep But there's also the loop, and it was always confusing to me before I came here.
1: It's a whole thing. Yeah.
0: What train do you take?
1: Oh, I take the fancy commuter train.
0: Ooh. I take the double-decker.
1: Like, uh, So I – this is going to be so boring. I live in the city, but I live – it's just easier to take that train because it takes me 15 minutes as opposed to an hour and 15 minutes. And uh, the level of how fancy the commuter train is versus – the CTA is unbelievable. You sit down this commuter train. First off, it's all rich CEOs, and then I come hobbling on, like being like, "I hope they don't check my ticket." <laughs> like a little gremlin. Uh, the seats are leather. It's air conditioned. There's a bathroom. You can drink alcohol. Like you can just pop open a bottle of wine or whatever. People sit. They're civilized. The conductors wear little conductor outfits. What? Yeah. Have you never been on
0: it? I have never been on the metro.
1: Well, I've been on. You also live near the metro. I do. We're neighbors.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't. It doesn't bring me anywhere more convenient.
1: Well, one day we'll take it for fun. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. One day I'll be able to be with the rich people. Um, See, I was gonna say I have a take that maybe now is not true, but in my experience, for all the the non metro uh Chicago trains. So I've taken other trains out of the city that are other commuter rails okay. to go to other suburbs. Sure. As well as like I lived on the commuter rail to Boston. And you both... lived on the rails? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I lived on the rails. <laughs> you were
1: hopping the hopping the rails and riding them like a little
0: Well uh you know I have a degree from the School of Hard Knocks. I don't have a degree from an Ivy League institution. <laughs> <laughs> which is the opposite of that. Opposite. But yeah no both um both my college and the town that I grew up in were on Boston T commuter rails, and I've taken you know the Metro North in out of uh, New York to the northern like northern suburbs there too, and my general feeling is that every single commuter rail is exactly the same. There's like nothing different about them. They've all got those like faux plastic seats. Mm-hmm. It's all like some okay, so weird ticketing system. <laughs> weird ticketing system that's yes. like kind of works on your phone but doesn't totally. And then there's Too the expensive. guy with like click, 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 click. Yeah. Um, you have to figure out a whole zoning system. Yeah. They're all like intermittently stop because there's some stupid reason why they need to stop. Yeah. They're always um, hitting people. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll>, uh, <laughs> But that, like, no matter what city you're in, the commuter rail is the same. Yes. It sounds like you've found commuter rail nirvana, though.
1: It also sounds to me like my bar is much lower. (laughs) (laughs) You're being, like, shitty plastic seats, and I'm, like, the conductors come around, and you're sitting in luxury. (laughs) They
0: have uniforms like they work somewhere.
1: (laughs) I think I've just been burned from, like, living in Chicago For a billion years,
0: what's the craziest thing you've ever seen on a public transportation train?
1: Oh God, what a good question! Well, I saw a fight. Okay, I saw a fight in New York.
0: Uh
1: huh. Uh, on the
0: subway. Okay. Uh, Subways are trains.
1: Subways are trains, but I just felt very glamorous saying it. Uh, where there were two, um, two people started like yelling at each other, seemingly out of nowhere, and. Also, both of these people were dressed like they were going places. Okay, so it, I would say not—you would not look at them and think those people are here to start a fight on the train. Like okay. they, they, you know, they were like they looked like sensible adults. And they started yelling at each other. And then one of the guys picked something metal up and threw it at him across the train and it hit a woman.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. That's terrifying. I know. It was really wild. Did you make a It's actually very arrest? dramatic.
1: This isn't a fun story. You know, yeah, no. But she I But mean, it she does was, sound
0: like a normal day on the on a New York subway. Yeah, and it was hit <laughs> just on her. having been on the subway a lot. That's like a yeah. Tuesday.
1: Uh she was hit on the leg, so I'm like, Yeah, okay. have another one. It's not like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did not make a citizen's arrest, but Josh, that is my dream.
0: Is making a citizen's arrest yes. or throwing a metal oh, object at someone?
1: Both, Making a citizen's arrest. Really? Yes. Can I tell you about the most earnest Wikipedia or uh, WikiHow article of all time?
0: Please. It seems very on brand for this podcast. Oh,
1: agreed. There is a WikiHow article called How to Make a Citizen's Arrest. Okay. And it is very long and it is very in-depth. And- I'm going to do my best to describe it to, the, to you, to the audience.
0: Perfect. Ernie's and Bert's, close your eyes. Open, Open your, your eyes. eyes. Okay. Listen to Mama Paula.
1: Part one, deciding whether to make a citizen's arrest. <laughs> now, the picture that they've chosen to use, a man who I think is supposed to represent us is looking at a shadowy figure who has just stabbed someone to death.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: He's <laughs> debating... Whether or not to arrest him. So step number one, you're going to want to witness a crime taking place. <laughs> I'm Wiki glad that we... I,
0: I love WikiHow. I love it. Because it just... Look, there's implied knowledge. I think the, one of the biggest problems in in art, in business, is that people make assumptions. Yes. And they assume people understand all the kind of like the -the in-between-the-lines show-your-work kind of pieces. Yes, but
1: WikiHow does not do that. It
0: doesn't. They show (laughs) the work entirely. It's it's extremely explicit and not in terms of like gross explicit, but like explicit in terms of, no, you – in order to arrest someone for a crime – to witness a crime.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I I also I will post this because I cannot describe how incredible the artwork is this entire time. Uh Okay, so witness a crime taking place and then it goes as far as to say it's not a good idea to make a citizen's arrest unless you've actually seen a crime happen. Good point. Step two, determine whether the crime is a felony. (laughs)
0: ah <laughs> uh, and this is where we get into our legal books <laughs>
1: <laughs> so some examples would be murder <laughs> theft of more than 500 dollars, things like that number three find out the law in your location wait
0: <laughs> wait hold on, hold on hold on hold on can we can we step back for a minute sure so if we're taking these steps literally mm-hmm. um let's just role play this um so Paula and I are walking down the street. Yes, and we see a shadowy figure stab <laughs> someone.
1: Yes, We've... and I should point: uh, almost all of the bad guys in this are dressed like cartoon ninjas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: like they're all like, like, like very like secretive, like
0: can dressed a, all in black. Um, is this? Can you only make a citizen's arrest on a ninja? Yes. <laughs> um, I like the idea of we're walking down the street and we see someone grab someone else's purse. Yes, right. At that point, and we were appoint- like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, oh, no. Do we need to make a citizen's arrest? We, Definitely a crime. Yeah. We, is but, it more than $500?
1: It's a nice purse.
0: No, but all the contents of the purse combined, is it $500? Because if not, I'm not making the citizen's arrest. Well, I don't want to get in trouble.
1: Then we have to quick find out the law in your location. <laughs> yeah, so
0: we're Googling.
1: We're going to the library. And then it says... <laughs> yes, we
0: go to the library away from where this crime has been done.
1: Then decide if you can safely make a citizen's arrest. Okay. For this one, it shows them Googling citizen's arrest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, hold on. The wiki how <laughs> is telling you to Google if you can make a I citizen's arrest? I
1: think it's arrest. implied that it's Google, yeah.
0: But what is... Wait, no, that's a... Uh, That's an Ouroboros. That's the snake eating its tail. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to get this wiki how. (laughs) If you Google how to make a citizen's arrest, and this is the wiki how on how to make a citizen's arrest, you're going to get to this step, and then Google how to make a citizen's arrest and get back to this wiki how.
1: So then, next, you have to be prepared to accept the consequences. (laughs) (laughs) Because it turns out if you don't have the grounds to make an arrest, you can be sued.
0: Yeah. See, Can I put in here for a second? Yes, please. Um, I love that there is the concept of a citizen's arrest. I
1: love it. It is so Wild West to me.
0: Yeah, well, what's funny about it is that it's like, it's almost like... They came up with the idea of a citizens arrest and they were like this is a great idea. Then we won't have to police, we won't have to police. The people can police themselves. And then so many things went wrong with that that <laughs> it's actually probably more dangerous to make a citizens arrest than to just call the police. For
1: <laughs> sure. Well, especially like nowadays with cell phones.
0: Yeah.
1: Just just call for help. I it there is no possible way that I would ever make a citizen's arrest.
0: Yeah, it's like the equivalent of a, um, you know, where you let your kid do something wrong yeah. once? Yeah. And then they keep asking to do it, and they keep asking to do it, and you keep adding rules, being like, this is well, you can do it, but only with these things yeah. to make it safe. That's what a citizen's arrest is, and the parent is government. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there's just, there's just no way that I would see a crime committed and was like, time for me to insert myself. Uh, you know, don't be a narc. Uh, one thing that I really love about trains are uh, like, I don't know the phrase for it. People that perform on trains. Yeah. Or perform like in train stations. Because sometimes it is, the level of talent is unreal.
0: Yeah, they're like, they're like busking or they're- is that the word, busking? Yeah. Well, busking is like if you're standing there with a hat and yeah. you're like playing or singing or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, the level of talent is unreal. There are a few in Chicago that's like, they should be famous.
0: There yes, there are some the Jackson uh, yes. stop. Yep. The Blue Line Red Line stops. If you're coming to Chicago, this is your this is our top tip. Just stand in the Jackson yes. CTA stop.
1: Just wait there an entire day. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you will be rewarded. You will be rewarded. sweet tunes.
1: Yes, you'll also have to walk through (laughs) (laughs) P-Tunnel.
0: I think uh, the thing that always impresses me is the people who can do the acrobatics in the train cars. Oh, yeah. But I will say, I never want it to happen in my train car.
1: (laughs) Never. I love to see a YouTube video.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, that's so cool. But when people come in and they're like, we're the jumpers we're going to jump for you and i'm like i just want to listen to my podcast no. i recognize your art but i just want to listen to my podcast which is a little bit ironic because i've also been that person busking you've busked i've busked
1: what are you talking about
0: um so um,
1: i'm so shocked that my voice just broke <laughs> yes yeah, what so, are you talking about
0: in college i was in an a cappella group called the brown derbies we wore hats and vests and were fancy little singing boys (laughs) and we would go on tour and two of the years that i was in the group we went internationally and so when we went internationally we would basically run out of money well literally we'd like be busking we'd we'd assume in our budgeting for this trip that we were going to be able to make some money just busking and that would go towards like beer money and things like that. What? Um, yeah. So we.
1: Where, where did you busk? What cities?
0: Uh, London. And I think we did a little bit in Paris, but the rules are harder to just set up and do it. There's permitting that needs to happen. Um. So we busked both of the years that we were in London. We went to Notting Hill, Um. you know, of, of romantic comedy fame Um. and just like went on Portobello Road and just busked. And sang at the top of our fucking lungs, and all these British people loved us and put money in our hats. And, uh, How much money did you make? We would make like, I think one of the days we made like a couple hundred bucks. Wow. I mean, it wasn't, we did like, pro- we probably sang for like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. But like, oh, sorry, a couple hundred pounds. Oh. <laughs> and um, like, a like, hundred like, pounds of money? Yeah, like enough to mm. either like, have it be spending money for the whole group. Mm-hmm. Um for the group to like buy people a lunch or like reimburse people for other stuff. So yeah, we just like we're out there being little like singing boys. In there, your little outfits. In our outfits. In our outfits singing wow. and like harassing strangers who half of them loved it. Half were like, I cannot believe this is happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> Today of all days. <laughs> But having done that experience, I always try to give some money to people who are um, like people who are good. And they're like,
1: oh, yeah, always. they're
0: all like if I have some change, always. I know how much it sucks.
1: And they deserve it.
0: Yeah. 100%.
1: I mean, some of these people like are supporting themselves busking. Yeah, I've busked. I forgot that I busked.
0: What did you bus? Well,
1: so mine's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Rag Bri? No. It's a bicycle race across Iowa.
0: Uh, no i don't know it or but a now bicycle
1: ride it's like a big thing for bikers sure and it goes a different route every year and mm-hmm. one year it went uh through my aunt's farm okay and so uh people would set up like food trucks and stuff and we were in fifth grade my cousin and i both bl- both played saxophone
0: Uh huh. and so
1: we like played <laughs> to all these rich bikers <laughs> beginning level
0: saxophone <laughs> got it i was gonna
1: ask i'm sure what they songs. loved it i'm sure they were like wow they're so good with their beginning (laughs) bug
0: i mean were you playing like were you just playing scales like (laughs) Like, we had
1: like a you know like an easy songs book
0: got it got it you weren't like playing careless whisper no no
1: i was never good
0: at saxophone (laughs) What if we were
1: just constantly? Yeah.
0: You, you were playing the saxophone solos from all the greatest saxophone solo hits. So you do that, the, um, that one again. The, yeah. The mournful saxophone solo from that, uh, Bruce Springsteen song. I going to say
1: all the Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. I think in my head, it's like, we were so cool. We were so good. Uh, I'm sure it was annoying as hell for everyone there that these two children were just like, dad, 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 dad. Da. <laughs>
0: Paula, can I introduce you to the most famous train of all time? Yes. I'm excited to meet them. (laughs) Thomas the Tank Engine.
1: Never heard of it. Just kidding. Of course (laughs) I've heard of it.
0: Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, I watched a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine growing up. Okay. Doesn't surprise me. There was a follow-up show about a tugboat. Oh, yeah.
1: Rum-tum-tum. Tugger.
0: But, what? What? No, but there was like a something the tugboat, yeah, as it, it, well, and there was like a salty sea captain who yes. would introduce every episode.
1: I remember that.
0: I think the thing that makes me so uncomfortable about Thomas the Tank Engine is the faces. They're
1: how human their little faces <laughs> yeah. are.
0: Because we've already talked about trains so big.
1: Trains so big, but now faces so real,
0: and faces so big. <laughs>
1: face is so big.
0: <laughs> I really don't like it. It's like a weird kind of, there's the tube dimensionality of the face, which mm-hmm. like, granted, everyone's face is kind of on the front of their head. Sure. But I don't like to think about it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my
1: God, that's so creepy to think about. Your face <laughs> is on the front of your head.
0: Yes, your face is on the front of your head in the same way that Thomas the Tank Engine's eyes, his face is on the front of his steam engine. Wow. Right? Oh,
1: yeah, that's very freaky. And uh, just how realistic the faces are.
0: Yeah. It's Really cheeks. realistic. Yeah, just the cheekiness of it. The eyes are so big.
1: Yes. Is Thomas the Tank Engine
0: hot? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so, but maybe that's no, no kink, no shame. If no, Thomas I the mean- Tank Engine is <laughs> You're I crushed. mean, I'm
1: not saying he is hot. I'm saying for a train, I think he's hot. <laughs> like, like I bet the other trains were like, yeah, Thomas is obviously good looking.
0: Yeah, of right? course the show's going to be about him.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, of course it's going to be about Pretty Boy over here. <laughs> so- well, they're not going to cast some uggo train. To start- <laughs> <laughs> it's always the hot ones. He's had work done for sure. I mean, come on, look at those cheeks. Those are fillers.
0: Hey, I'm Colton the... <laughs> The coal engine. I've been working in the coal mine for 30 years. <laughs> and welcome to my kid's show.
1: It's just unrealistic expectations for
0: trains. So I'm on thomasandfriends.com, the official. Uh, oh, your homepage. Yeah, my homepage. The, yeah. the thing that wakes me up in the morning. Um, and there's a quick little thing that you do on this website. The second you get there, which is are you a kid or are you a parent? So on the kids site, there's games and fun, but I'm going to go in on the parent site because it's just so they just know who they're dealing with. So I went to the about page. So it's uh, about, and it's who, so we're going to talk about the characters. Uh, It just says up top, he's a really useful engine. (laughs) And then uh, there's a paragraph here that says, who are Thomas and his friends? My child loves all the characters. Which one is which? How are all these (laughs) entities different? Please help me. (laughs) Where is the island of Sodor? Before you know it, you'll be able to tell the difference between Thomas and Percy and all the other friends. And all the rest. Let's get started, dot, dot, dot. I love the idea that the show is like, look, parents, we get it. We get it. They're just going to come running into the room saying all these words like Percy and Sodor and... And Thomas, and there's we do not expect you to understand no, what they're talking just about. Act
1: like you have a work email and pull this shit up. <laughs>
0: You're right, exactly.
1: Oh, there's hundreds of them. There are so listeners. There are so many options here.
0: Oh my sweet Jesus! There are so many. There
1: are no less. There are absolutely no less than seventy-five engines.
0: So what I would like to talk about here. Is that most of these engines are in fact engines or rail cars. And some of them are like, look at Stefano. Stefano is a or Stefano is like a boat that carries trains on it. Okay. And another guy's like a like a winch or like a crane. And they've all got other stuff that they got going on there. One's a helicopter. That's super fun. But then Owen. Owen seems to be an oil drum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sucks.
0: Owen is an enthusiastic traction engine who loves his job. He never tires of sending cargo cars up and down the incline at the Blue Mountain Quarry. Fun fact. He is based on a vertical traction boiler attached to the side of an incline drum house.
1: (laughs) What a fun fact about
0: him. I don't know any of those words.
1: Um, So I think kind of the big thing to note here is that um, there are apparently human characters.
0: Yeah, there's a couple human characters. There's a couple
1: human characters. And what a fucked up life for them.
0: Yeah, right?
1: Like, do they? So, and you'll know this better than I will. uh, You know, when you were watching Tom's Tank Engine, I guess for me, I was just consuming Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The classics. (laughs) Sure,
0: sure, sure. Ren and
1: Stimpy. Um, So do... Do the humans in the Thomas Tank Engine world know that they are sentient
0: beings? I think so. It's not like they're like... That's so fucked up. Yeah, it's not like it's like, there, there, little train. I'm so glad you're doing our industry. (laughs) It's like, hello, Thomas, how are you? And Thomas is like, I'm good. I think they're British, if I remember correctly. Wow. God, there's like a dude called the Earl who like... It's pretty hot.
1: Pretty hot. So, 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 so these people, essentially the trains are these human beings, coworkers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They're just
1: shooting the shit.
0: Yeah. Imagine the movie cars, but there's also people.
1: So you have to get inside your coworker. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is wild. Yeah. And sometimes I bet they fall in love. (laughs)
0: <laughs> how would that even work i was gonna say do they have to feed them like they're pets but yeah no let's keep going with do the humans and the anthropomorphic trains fall in love how would it work
1: look i've seen the movie her
0: sure sure, sure with joaquin phoenix where yes. he falls in love with his ai
1: yeah so this could this is absolutely a her situation you're telling me that in this world where there are no less than 700 characters and all humans, you're telling me humans and anthropomorphic trains don't fall in love? They for sure do.
0: Is, that's the only way that these trains have gotten faces, <laughs> right? Is that they're all products. They're love children of a human and a train. <laughs> and they have faces now in a like horrifying <laughs> Lovecraftian I'm, nightmare. I'm
1: Derek. This is my train son.
0: <laughs> so I'm trying to do a, a search on Google to see if how baby trains are made. Oh my so god! they engine and if they exist or if they just...
1: Oh my god! So so <laughs> it, 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 trains grow?
0: <laughs> I don't think they They're do. They're small,
1: and then they have to get bigger. No, I don't think they. There's do. no way in this world a human has not hooked up with a train,
0: <laughs> right?
1: human beings ohsho af- my cold shoot <laughs> human beings are uh, just give me that steam. Such vile creatures <laughs> there's no way the second they see a face on a train that they're not like, "I'm gonna kiss that face
0: <laughs> <laughs> all I've ever wanted to do is just make out with the luscious lips of that train <laughs> this does bring up the uh, uh hill that I've been frustrated about and have been wanted to die on in um, Blue's Clues. Sure. The salt and pepper. Let's fucking get into it. The salt and pepper characters. I'm familiar. Um, I can't remember which one is the male character and which one's the female character, but they have a baby named paprika. Huh. Completely different plant. (laughs) (laughs) You can't, you don't make paprika by mixing salt and pepper. The world is not chaos. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, it's like... Italian seasoning, like the baby could be Italian seasoning. And then you're like, ooh, did there was those the milkman. And by the milkman being thyme or rosemary <laughs> involved, uh, that you can't make spices. And I don't want to I don't want to say that all spices are monogamous. I don't know. I don't know their lives. <laughs> Josh <laughs> but, is
1: crying right now.
0: <laughs> but why? Why? You don't get paprika. You can't get paprika from from uh, salt and pepper. Well,
1: I have a question. Is that just their name?
0: No, they're actually paprika. It's not like it's a mix of salt and pepper and they Got named it. her paprika in a fun little so, seasoning joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to put our human understanding of genomics and DNA on these seasonings. And it just maybe doesn't work that way. Maybe they have a recessive gene.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I don't think if you mix salt and pepper, listeners at home mix salt and pepper, it's not going to be paprika. I don't know. The show is pretty clear. I'm okay with this animated dog and this real life human jumping into pictures and having adventures, but I'm not okay. Love between a pepper shaker and a salt shaker is sacred.
1: It's not. Well, what if maybe Paprika's adopted?
0: Yeah, you're right. I'm an asshole. <laughs>
1: Maybe they found paprika floating down a river. I
0: think I almost remember that like salt or pepper was pregnant. If I'm remembering correctly. Wow. What (laughs) an (laughs) art. They
1: really went into the details. Josh, let's play a game. Uh, I'm going (laughs) to say something. And then you you have to tell me a phrase that rhymes with it. Sure. Okay. Uh, more Poms Gup.
0: Sore Drums Pup. Yes.
1: It's time for our favorite segment. Sore Gums Pup.
0: Four Thumbs Up.
1: up. Uh, this is a segment in which we find some of the most earnest reviews on review sites available. And we read them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that's, the, that's the segment.
0: Paula, what have you found for us in the annals of the internet?
1: I'm really excited about this one. It is an Amazon review for a product called Karaoke Machine for Kids and Adults. Uh, It comes with a disco ball, two mics, wheels, plays for (laughs) iPad. And I will tell you what, the reviews on this, people are effing loving their karaoke machine. (laughs) I'll read the first one. Uh, okay. This is come, this one comes from Amazon customer. It's called my own Christmas gift. Perfect. And then there's a video of the machine. Uh, this person writes, I am enjoying this product way more than I expected. Got this as a Christmas gift for myself since the family's coming over and I wanted the party to be perfect and music will be heard throughout our fairly large family living room <laughs> being a respons- brag much Bra- yeah, brag being a responsible mom. I wanted to try the karaoke machine before I actually needed to use it. My compliments to the company for making a basic machine with so many upgrades. These speakers are so strong and most comfortable to the ears than some other companies may have. I guess you figured out that I highly recommend this product, and it's definitely something you want around the house for holidays, parties, or any occasion. But this person is essentially saying that they wanted to take this little karaoke machine on a test spin, and so she just used it. By herself. Oh. To sing karaoke in her very large...
0: Yeah, very large living room.
1: Very large living room.
0: I knew the acoustics were going to be wonderful, but I needed a machine that would live up to the space.
1: I guess I needed a machine for my perfect pitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do want to point out how many of these reviews have videos of people using the karaoke machine
1: it is absolutely these reviews are filled with humble brags because this is
0: the thing it's not like it's like they've figured out proto youtube (laughs) it's like the minor leagues of youtube like you're not quite ready to be like have a youtube channel where you're singing karaoke and everyone's like oh my god you're so amazing or like you know, have a TikTok or whatever the kids are using right now. Yeah. But you will post a video for likes. Yeah. Um, like, your the customer review has become the new way to find amazing talent in the, in the music world.
1: What an incredibly earnest thing that these people are like, I love this machine and I also love the hits of Madonna.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a virgin. Just some record producer is looking for your karaoke machine for their I kids, s- and, they're, and they watch it, and they're like, "But get this get this kid on the line. Figure out their information. They're a star.
1: Wow, 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 wow. Uh, Josh, I recently took the old Amtrak train.
0: Oh, ye old Amtrak train? Ye old Amtrak train, which some
1: might say inspired a topic for a <laughs> podcast episode. <laughs> uh, but I think that, like, Amtrak is one of those things like, you know, you see memes online that are like expectations versus reality. Sure. And I think that Amtrak is the peak that.
0: Yeah, sure. Because we
1: think of trains like when you see a train in a movie, it's always kind of old school, very beautiful, like such a classy way to travel.
0: Yeah. So I actually had an opportunity somewhat recently to be in like a museum at one of the major railroads in North America. and. They had okay, Winston humble brag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had a uh, like a 1930 steam engine which like trains so big. Train's that thing so is big. so big. Um and like Winston Churchill's uh rail car where he uh rode around during World War II. like, yeah, like a
1: private train like, car. Like
0: private train car where they they like I was gonna say bus, but they didn't. They trained him all over the, wow. the country and things like that. And like but it's that kind of like beautiful wood, like fancy China kind of yes. sit-down dinner rail car experience.
1: Yes, or like what you see in like Harry Potter, you yeah. know, where like they're taking the train and like she's coming down the aisle with like all the treats and... Or like
0: murder on the Orient Express. Yes, like
1: very beautiful. And in reality, Amtrak is you're always sitting next to a weird old guy. Yeah. Like there's absolutely no way you're not sitting next to a weird old guy who's trying to make small talk. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's definitely like much more like, um, trap, uh,
0: it's like flying, you're just on the ground.
1: Yeah, it's it's not nearly as, like, cool and glamorous, and, like, I was wearing a gown for no reason.
0: Oh, yeah, well, uh, some going. of us still treat trains like an occasion.
1: Thank you. <laughs> did you know, I, I should have mentioned this earlier, but did you know that um, there's a very wealthy suburb here in, in Chicago, Lake Forest, and for years and years and years and years and years, people in Lake Forest had their own private train car on the commuter train that you could pay extra for, and it was nicer.
0: What? Yeah, they had like a their own rich people car. That's not that's. There are so many things wrong with that. I
1: know, and I don't think it's still happening, but it might be still happening.
0: Well, if you get a if you get a blow dart to the neck this week, we'll let <laughs> listeners know. No,
1: yeah, please let them know if I get a blow dart to the neck. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I loved trains growing up. Not just Thomas the Tank Engine, but I also. Um, there was a, probably a two year period in my life where I got a train conductor hat Mm, and I did not take it off. (laughs) It's still going. Yeah. My little buddy hat. No, uh, I, um, yeah, I wore the train conductor hat and my grandma got so mad Why? because she was living across the country. We were living in California and she was in, uh, in New Hampshire and every picture we sent was me with the train conductor hat on. And my grandma was like, I can't see his eyes. I can't see his eyes.
1: That's how you would he maybe
0: it? take the hat off once. Maybe <laughs> I was like, No, I'm gonna wear this hat until one day I remember being like, Maybe I'll just take the hat off. And I did, and I never put it back on. How and bittersweet! I know
1: you don't know what you got till it's gone. Pave paradise, put off a bargain line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you know, also, you know what also happens on old timey fancy trains? What train heists and train fights, We're still in this gold and there's nothing you can do about it. There's
1: nothing you can do. So a train heist is more elaborate than a regular heist.
0: (laughs) I think it's one genre of heist because there's like bank heists. But like a bank heist heist
1: or like a casino heist because Lord knows I love those Ocean's Eleven movies. Uh, Those, you're getting out. You know, you get the money, you get out, you get to your hotel, you go spend it. Sure. But in a train heist, you're still on the train.
0: Until you're off the train.
1: Yeah, until the next stop. Maybe I haven't seen enough train noise movies. Are you waiting to
0: get off at the next stop? (laughs) No, it's you. (laughs) You, like, purposely do it in between stops in order to, like, hit them where they have no defenses.
1: Got it. So what I was picturing is a heist aboard the train, and then you kind of just have to hide until the train
0: stops. Oh, you're imagining, like, there's a ruby on the train, and some high-class yes. high, high class people are going through, and they're like, someone's hidden it in their handbag, and uh, Detective Poirot needs to figure out who it was.
1: Yeah, I'm just picturing murder on the Orient Express.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, versus, like, a train heist in the Wild West is more like... we're all going to run up on our horses and make the trains. We're going to blow up a part of the track so the train stops. And like, we're just going to rob everyone and then ride away off into the sunset and make a cowboy fire with some cowboy beans and
1: fight on top of the train.
0: Yes. Fighting on top of the train. Okay.
1: Oh, he's been waiting for this. What do you think?
0: (laughs) uh, I would like us to just list off what we think are the best tropes of fighting on top of a train, whether it be a, uh, like, uh, ducking. It's ducking. It's, it's ducking, ducking, right?
1: Or it's like it's like, oh, tunnel coming. And then you both like lay down on top of the train. Yeah. And exactly. You get right back up and you keep fighting. Yeah,
0: because it doesn't matter if it's like a Wild West movie or it's a James Bond film or like any other kind of just like train fight movie. Yeah, it's the overpass. Yeah. And it's either that you both duck and there's a moment of like détente in between. Yes. The, or it's the like person being there with their back to it and the other person being like Then jumping down and the person who's still standing is like, "What the? Yeah,
1: dies, dies,
0: yeah, and gets gets completely decimated from the waist up."
1: Now that's an expectations versus reality. (laughs) (laughs) Like you and I, we get up on top of a train to fight each other.
0: Okay, this is actually this is. Spoiler alert, this is the end game of this podcast. The last episode will be recorded as Paul and I fight (laughs) Fight on top of a train.
1: There is no way that I would be able to keep standing. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. there's no possible way. I would stand up on that train and just immediately knock over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Certainly not fighting. I can't fight on solid ground.
0: I'm just imagining me getting into a fight on the top of a train and the other person standing and they're like, get up! get up whatever like no i'm barely holding on
1: no please. <laughs>
0: please
1: you're kind of holding on and you occasionally like move your hand like kind of swat at them yeah exactly <laughs> no don't get closer oh come on <laughs> how do we bear. even get up here
0: <laughs> do you think you could jump off of a train and roll into a uh, like some brambles to so he- escape
1: so here's the thing i think is really important in my mind i am the most athletic <laughs> person in the world in reality I do not like anything like that mm-hmm. it's like when I uh, I recently was in San Francisco for work and I saw Alcatraz and I was like oh yeah I could easily swim that <laughs> like, like absolutely no problem that's how I feel about that's how I feel about like jumping off a train I'm like how hard could it be yeah I would just tuck and roll off the train safely into Bramble <laughs> and I know I try it <laughs> And I would immediately be
0: killed. Just break every bone in your body. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: it's like watching. Um, I've been in like several places recently where American Ninja Warrior has been playing, uh-huh. and every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, I could win American Ninja Warrior. Like, not a big deal at all. <laughs> it's that same level of messed up thinking. Do you think you could uh, pull a? Do you think you could pull it off?
0: No, no, not at all. I mean, I think in the moment I could psych myself into it, but I think it would end up being like the equivalent of uh, is it is it Hot Rod where he falls for like two full minutes? <laughs> like, there's a shot where he just keeps <laughs> rolling and rolling and oh. falling and keeps I can't remember if it's that one. that be you, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, just like comically long amount of times you're like. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I think the place outside of my own commute that I run into trains the most is Monopoly. (laughs) Railroads.
1: (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. Yeah.
0: There's four of them.
1: There's four of them. You got to get them. Um, Are you a Monopoly guy?
0: I played it some growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. So Monopoly and Risk are just such a commitment.
1: They're such a commitment. It's and a it,
0: really long amount of time. It
1: is so long. And in fact, uh, when I was younger, we we were trying to get in the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest Monopoly game. Really? Mm-hmm. We didn't make it. Got it. It's like six days. It's so long.
0: Well, but so I recently heard that everyone plays Monopoly wrong. What are you talking about? Like if you what? land, <laughs> if you land on a square where you can buy something, you have to buy it. Or else someone else can buy it. It's something like that where, like, the whole board gets bought up faster. It's like, for some reason, we as a culture have collectively decided that
1: we don't play that way. We
0: don't play that way. And the way to play is that, you know, you can selectively choose when you're going to get one. Yes. If you have the money or not. But the whole idea is like, you have to take it. I could be misremembering. I mean, that would definitely
1: cut a few hours off. Yeah, right? Well, Josh, I want to ask you, how mean are you allowed to be in Monopoly?
0: I think ruthless.
1: Are you, are you a ruthless player?
0: I, I am a ruthless board game player. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: I would start crying.
0: Strategy-wise, I'm ruthless. I also am a big believer in the, if no one caught you cheating, you didn't cheat. I'm sorry? In board games, part of board games...
1: You're supposed to cheat in board games?
0: You can't if no one Josh, catches you're a you sir What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's a it's an unwritten rule. What? That if no one catches you cheating, if you get caught cheating, you stop. But if you
1: If, if I you, see my friend cheating in a board game, I'm mad at them.
0: Uh-huh. Well, but the bank's right there. Why do you I'm, think someone is always the banker? I'm uh,
1: freaking out. Are you embezzling <laughs> while playing Monopoly?
0: There's no other way to win.
1: You're embezzling? You're cheating at I'm board using games with your I'm using the friends. resources
0: at my disposal.
1: No, this is absolutely <laughs> the most buckwild thing you've ever said on this podcast. You think it's acceptable to cheat at board games?
0: I don't think it's acceptable to cheat at board games. I think it's acceptable to not get caught because it's not cheating if no one saw it. If a tree falls in the forest, and no one was there to hear it. Doesn't it make a sound. I don't know. If you steal three hundred dollars from the bank because you're, you're just sitting right there, the bank is <laughs> <in anomalies? laughs> So you, Maybe need to go in depth. What...
1: you need to go in depth and tell me right now what you mean. <laughs> what I mean. I'm having a meltdown. So, you volunteer to be the banker. Uh huh. And then you're just sliding yourself $100 bills. Well,
0: people aren't looking. You just, you you palm a couple hundreds. You're just slowly filling up the coffers. Oh. But it's the key is not doing it all at once because then people That's will not notice. the
1: point of board games. The point of board games is not how much can you screw over your friends <laughs> by cheating.
0: Is that not the. Point of board games? No! <laughs> the point of board games is to win at all You're costs. No, so it's not. You're <laughs>
1: supposed to follow the rules like a functioning member of society. No,
0: it's, this is my house rules.
1: <laughs> all right, listeners of Being Earnest, if anyone wants to be my new podcast co-host, <laughs> just go ahead and submit it.
0: And if anyone wants to have a new podcast with me about how to win every board game... you are cheating? No, just winning. And it's
1: not even being like... I'm so shocked because I thought you were going to come at this being like, yeah, I'm real ruthless. Like I'll buy hotels. Like I'll buy this. I'll, I'll like charge you rent, you know? And, and you know me, I'm like such a softy that I'm like, look, you can just owe me money. Like it's fine. <laughs> like just but buy me,
0: buy me a drink in real life.
1: buy me a drink in real life. It's okay. If you grab me a, if you go to the kitchen and grab me a soda,
0: I love the idea of bartering inside and outside I, of the game. But
1: you, yeah. You aren't telling me you. And is this just Monopoly or are you cheating at every board game?
0: No, no, no. It's really just Monopoly because I just don't really like Monopoly that much. So I just try to play through.
1: I don't know if I can trust you. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Hello. <laughs> I'm calling all angels. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Are we talking about the band train now, Paula? Yes. And you chose, of all the songs, the train is famous for you.
1: I'm calling all angels.
0: God damn it.
1: I mean, I don't think it should surprise anyone listening to this podcast that I'm coming in with a real impractical joker's energy. And also, I do unironically like the band Train.
0: I think what's amazing to me about Train is that they've been able to have hits over a very long time with absolutely nothing in between. <laughs> so the song Drops of Jupiter, which was Train.
1: It. Did the wind sweep you, I'll be free. it's
0: just a train podcast now? <laughs> it's like, I would be so happy. Uh that came out in the year two thousand and one. Uh, their most played song on Spotify, as you might imagine, is Hey Soul Sister. Hey
1: Soul Sister.
0: Which came out in 2010.
1: That also has the most important lyric. Ain't that Mr. Mister on the radio? What? Is that the best he could come up with? (laughs) Referencing (laughs) another Another band? (laughs) Woof. And also, he refers to it as his untrimmed chest. And that's so gross.
0: So, the thing that I am not a fan of Train, I think, you know, they had a couple songs that are fun, but, and they were big hits, but I'm not a fan of their music in general. Okay. I think the most heinous thing that they've ever done in their entire life was in the year 2016 of Our Lord Jesus Christ that <laughs> Paula just stabbed. The
1: year I graduated high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is
1: it no <laughs> um
0: they have an album called does led zeppelin 2 train covered the entirety of led zeppelin <laughs> 2 <laughs> because they were like and thank uh, god and they were like all right well i know led zeppelin's important to all these different bands led zeppelin was really formative for so much of rock in the last several decades but no one has ever declared themselves the heir to the Led Zeppelin throne. I think it's us. I think it's us. the band train that came out with the song "Hey Soul Sister." We're the ones who should do Led Zeppelin. We should cover a, maybe Led Zeppelin's best album. I
1: didn't know they did that. That's wild.
0: It's atrocious. Is it's it so bad. It's so. It's a train wreck. If I okay, were, that's
1: fun. It's. The Hammond Circus Trainwreck of 1918. Yeah, uh,
0: if I were a uh, like working for Pitchfork or any other music reviewer, my headline would have been Trainwreck. Why? Why? God, why did Train think that they were going to do Led Zeppelin 2 better than Led Zeppelin? I want you to. Did you understand my pun, Trainwreck? It's because they're the band is named Train and it was a mess of an album. End of article by Josh Linden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the headline. Yeah. Um. That is so wild. Yeah. Uh. So I in a former job I uh, worked with like conferences and conventions and stuff. And one, one, uh, one year we were we were uh, a little flush with cash, so we were going to bring in a big band. Okay. And we brought in Train. <laughs> and uh, so I like well uh, so I like you know i didn't like meet them but i was like helping or, like helping with all of it and uh the women at this conference lost their minds for train what absolutely like all these like middle aged like women who worked in hospitals like front desk like not doctors like billing stuff like that train came on and i swear to god like You have never heard this level of screaming. People knew every word to every song. They are absolutely losing their minds for Train. He is up there in leather shirts, leather cuffs, like leather necklace. It, It was a whole thing. And I loved it. I loved every second of the concert. I loved every second of how much these people loved Train.
0: That's beautiful. It was
1: really beautiful. That's
0: crazy. I know. The only people who like train. We're all there.
1: We were all there.
0: (laughs) I think that's going to do it for us. It's
1: going to do it for us.
0: That was a long one. I know. Thank you. Thank you again for listening for another week. We really, really appreciate it. Um, Before we kind of wrap things up, we've got our weekly segment earnest moment of the week. Imatwa. Uh
1: So our first one is submitted by our wonderful listener, Caitlin. Hi, Hi Caitlin. Caitlin. Uh, and Caitlin says that hers is from, she says from the dog forest. I don't know if she means a dog park or if it's a magical dog forest. Uh, I'm going to
0: assume the latter.
1: The latter. Uh, she says an elderly Russian couple came and said, Ak, you are not a dog. You are a toy. You are a toy. (laughs) (laughs) After the Russians learned that the dog was almost nine. And then the the Russians woman said to her, the Russians have a saying, the little dogs are puppies until the old, old age. Isn't that so cute? That's so fun. The little dogs are puppies. (laughs) And also shout out to Caitlin for her amazing, like the way she wrote that. Lended itself perfectly to a Russian voice. Perfect. Perfect.
0: I have an imatua from our good friend and listener, Jared. Hi, Jared. Jared went to Mariano's the other day. We love it. Which is a Kroger-owned grocery store. It's kind of like a high-end, almost bougie grocery store here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And... Something that I think we all love about Amariano's is the wine bar. There's a wine bar where you can sit down and just have a chat with your friends while a man plays the great hits of the day as smooth jazz at a piano.
1: It's the only thing in the world that matters.
0: Yes. But apparently the other day it wasn't just the piano man. There was a three-piece set that was doing songs.
1: I love this.
0: Piano, drums, saxophone. Yes. Playing all the day's hits.
1: Oh, the wine bar at Mariano's is the most earnest place on earth. They're coming in with a full band. I saw you see people there like earnestly greeting each other, like because they had plans to meet there. I love it so much.
0: I know I've said this about Starbucks many times on this podcast, but the Mariano's wine bar is the modern day salon. The modern day salon.
1: (laughs) Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We love you. You are all, uh, the best people in the world. <laughs> and we want to continue being the best people in the world, uh, if you wouldn't take mind taking a second to, uh, review us on Apple podcasts, uh, that would be hugely, hugely, hugely helpful for us. Uh, and we've said it before. We will of course, legally marry you if you do that. Uh, we also want to give a big thank you to Ryan Cruz for our wonderful logo. You can find her on Instagram at at RB
0: and to Dylan Dutch, he did our theme song. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. Also, uh, if you have a friend that you think might like the podcast, uh, you can send them to any of our social media. We're at being earnest Pod everywhere. And you can also email us at beingearnestpod at gmail.com if you have any matua, if you want to just send some good vibes our way, um, if there's anything that you might want to reach out about. And if a friend might like it, send him our sampler. You can find it on our website or you can search being on a sampler on YouTube and you'll see our logo. And until next week, I want to kiss the train face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, everybody.
0: Thanks so much. See you next week. Why not be?